0: So I wanted to learn something that happens also to be next in line in that beginner's list that we started uh, last, last week. But that's also prevalent for our situation and our matzah, and it gave me a tremendous amount of chizuk, uh, taking a look at it in preparation and thinking a lot about it over the last day or two. And so I wanted to share this with you. Before taking a look at the teaching from Rabbi Nachman's Chus Yagan in the Qutam Torah 89. Petes, which is the second source? I wanted to read a couple of sukkim in Yeshayahu Hanavi that I think are very relevant for the circumstances that we're experiencing now. And the Navi Yeshayahu says like this After describing how Amisrael would be trampled and the pain that we would experience at the end of days, Yeshayahu quotes HaKadosh Baruch, who paraphrases, and he says that Hashem says, Ata akum, Hashem. Now, I'm standing up. Now I'm raising myself up. Three different terminologies of, of standing up, of rising. He says that the people will be similar to those who have conceived straw, like very brittle grass. And they'll give birth to this kind of hay or straw. A fire will go forth to consume them. He says that the nations will be like um, like burned in 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 a, in a kind of lime, like thorns that are consumed by fire. Listen, those who are distant to that which I have done, and those who are close understand. Understand my strength. And when these things take place in the world, and we see, there's, we only have Hashem to rely on, so the sinners in Sion and all around the world begin to tremble. And they're seized by a fearsome trembling. And they say, where are we to go? The whole world is burning down. Huh? Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. right. And they're saying, How can we live in a place that's consumed by fire? And the Navi answers, very simple. How to be saved, so to speak. Go in a way of righteousness. And speak. Words that are straightforward and direct try to stay away from money that's gained in an, in a dishonest way from besa and shake your hand away from accepting bribery close our ears from hearing It's difficult to, to to interpret to translate. Can be Lashon Hara, hearing negative things, bad things that are being said about others. And to close our eyes from seeing that which is evil. And that, Rabbi Nachman is going to quote that pasuk, which is why I'm just bringing the context. We're going to see all of this um, in the next source. He says, such a person, such a person will dwell in the lofty realms. He's going to be in such a place like a, like a high cliff Protected, a fortress. He won't have to worry about bread, he won't have to worry about water. He's going to be protected. And such a person, such a person will get to see the glory of the king. From distant lands, we're going to be able to see, or, or we will be able to see the distances from the place where we are we're going to be overwhelmed by seeing that which is built who can count all these buildings look at this tremendous city he says all the other nations are wiped away we won't see anymore those nations that are speaking against us Without Bina, without thinking. Take a look at Siyon. Take a look at Yerushalayim. Built up the city of our gathering. Take a look at Yerushalayim. A peaceful dwelling. A place that's established that the firm foundations will never be shaken. Forever. And all the ropes that are holding this tent together will never be, will never be, uh, will never be separated. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has made for us like an open, open sea, where there's no boats, nothing obstructing our vision. We can see clearly, we can see clearly. And this is a very powerful Pasuk here. He says, Ki Hashem Because finally we're willing to allow Hakarish Baruch to be our guide, our judge. HaShem Mechaikakeinu. HaKadosh Baruch is the one that's leading us, making the rules. HaShem Malkenu. HaKadosh Baruch is our king. Hu He alone is our salvation. Nothing in between. Nothing, nothing, nothing. HaShem Hu Yaishieinu and he says nichu khavalim bali khaskum rein tarnam bal parsunes az chulak, az shawal marib saqin bazzubaz with the with the with the victories that will experience then everybody will go and, and gather spoils obal yoy mar shaqin gelicia ama yusuben suaven and nobody will say the nation is is ill Or nobody will say chalisi, ha'am ha'yoshiv ba, the nation that dwells in Eretz Yisrael at that time is nesu oven, is absolutely purified, is absolutely cleansed of any sin. And so I think like you read these psukim and we see how complex the world is right now and all the debates and all the conversations. When it comes down to it, it's really very simple. These two psukim here, pachadu and what are we to do? everything that we've already been doing. It's, it's nothing that we have to reach to some like high madrega higher than ever before. Keep on keeping on with justice, with MS. dover <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> and this passage, <speaking in Hebrew> to try as best as we can to avert our eyes from seeing that which we shouldn't be seeing. Let's take a look at Rabbi Nachman's twist on this phrase of and see how he uses this in the teaching of the Kuturman Pei test. So the Tzaddik says like this, A number of times in Shas, and he brings these places, all the places in Shas, we find a Lushen, where one of the tzaddikim, the amiraim, are using this terminology, or the Gemara uses a terminology describing something an amira did, when it says, Nasan by Enov, the tzaddik looked at a certain person, the nasa gal shalat samais, and the person turned into a pile of bones. And on a simple level, these were people who weren't exactly behaving properly, and they were trying to bother, and trying to instigate, and trying to attack the, the tzaddikim in one way or another, different contexts in the different Kamaras. And it seems that the Tzadikim had this power to look at a person and just cause them to break into a pile of bones. Very difficult to understand this on a simple level. Let's see how Rabbi Nachman addresses this on a deeper on a deeper level. So he says like this, He says it's very difficult for a person to understand the impact of the blemish that's caused when a person is over A person doesn't really understand his strength. He doesn't understand his power. We think that we're involved in localized actions that may not even impact a binadam l'chavera relationship, which is something that we're doing in our own Dalramas. A person doesn't see. But he says, v'hat roya, tzadikim see. Sadiqim understand. They understand the depth of a Jew's capacity to impact all of existence. Ki Hashem. He says that Sadiq has the eyes of Hashem. Kameshikasov, it's a, a creative interpretation of a Pasuk in Tehillim that tells us Eine Hashem el Tzadikim and the end of the Pasuk is Va'aznav el Right, That the eye of Hashem is toward the tzaddikim and his ear is hearing their cry. So on a simple level, what does it mean? That the eyes of God are to the tzaddikim? On a simple level? So Hashem's looking at them. Hashem's watching them. Hashem is seeing what they need. Says so Rabbi Nachman, you can read the Pasuk a little bit differently. It doesn't just mean that God's eyes are upon the tzaddik, but it means, Enei Hashem el tzaddikim, the tzaddikim have Godly eyes. It's a different way of reading the, the verse, right? Not just that God is looking upon the tzaddikim. Tzaddikim see the world with aine hashem. Aine hashem el tzaddikim. Their eyes, different kinds of eyes. They see things much more clearly than we do. Shahat Sadig Yeshle Hashem. The tzadik is able to see things in a clearer way. With godly eyes. And the Psukim tell us in Zechariah and Devrayamim that Hashem's eyes penetrate the whole earth. He sees things from beginning to end. He sees how one thing that's done in one place is able to have an enormous impact somewhere else. But a human being is limited. We only see Mamish in the here and now. But the Ene Hashem, He says that Tzadik has Ene Hashem. That Tzadik has Ene Hashem. So if the Sadik has the eyes of Hashem, so to speak, godly eyes, and godly eyes are eyes that are that see the impact of one action in one place at one moment in time, and the way in which that impacts across the whole expanse of the earth and the globe. Nimsa Sadik Roya Arecha Habagam Magia, so that tzaddik is able to understand, he appreciates the impact of a Jewish action says based on this this is a deeper way of understanding the Gemara what does it mean just on a simple level let's talk about it in the context of the way that the Gemara means to be interpreted when somebody is harassing one of the Tzaddikim and what does it mean on a simple level how do you translate in that context he looked at him he looked at him right he, he, he looked at him but that's not what the words mean literally Right? Yeah, what a, it. He gave him his eyes. Right? So Rabbi Nachman says, "It's a strange thing. If the Gemara wanted to tell us that the tzaddik looked at him, say hitsit spy, right? Or histakel alav. different forms of the way that we could have said that tzaddik looked at a person." Boy is like intimate. Huh? Boy is like very intimate. Like boy within. But right? Okay. Yeah. But that. But that's still that's still pshat. But Rabbi Nachman says, "What? What does this mean? Nasan ein of boy?" Says that tzaddik That is able to lend a person godly eyes. Nasan <coughs> It doesn't just mean he looked at him. It means the tzaddik gave him his eyes. gal What does this mean? Nasa gal On a literal level, gal is a pile. Atzamayz at are bones. <laughs> Right? Gal shall atsamais, says the Rebbe, it means deeper. A Gal is not just a pile, it means lihit gale, to be revealed. Gal, his galus could mean to become revealed. Va What is the word atsamais? Could mean bones, but it could also mean milashin, the passage we just saw in Yeshayyahu. Oitzem Enov mira means to have your eyes closed. Oitzem means, no, um, like scrunched shut. Oitzem eenov says the Rebbe, that tzaddik is giving this person godly eyes, you know what happens? Nas a gal shalat samis. His eyes that were previously closed to the impact of his actions, because he saw his life as being so worthless, as being so insignificant, that he may as well shoot his mouth off at this one, at that one. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. That's what we're really saying when we act in ways because if we knew that it mattered, we wouldn't act in these ways. So what does the tzaddik do? He looks at him and he, and he buzz. you know, he zaps him and turns him into a, into a pile of bones? Yeah, how could that be? That tzaddik didn't go around murdering people in the streets because they insulted them, right? has to be deeper. Says bin Nachman, what's going on here on a deeper level means all that tzaddik needs to do is to put his arm around the person and to teach the person how significant every word that he says is, every thought that he thinks is, every action that he does is. Because that's what the person was missing. <clears throat> that means to say that when a person acts in a way that he shouldn't act, it's not because fundamentally he wants to act that way, it's just because he's clearly not understanding or not aware in that moment. And all of us have this experience where we forget momentarily. It's called the Ruach Shtus, in the Gemara Navei Dezara, uh, in the Gemara Saita Davkei Moaman Aleph a spurt of folly enters and we forget how powerful we are. If a person would have this absolutely clear, that every tiny tenua not just an action or a thought where it's clear one way or another, Rabbi Nachman said, a Jew makes a movement with his hand from here to here, and there is a movement in all the spiritual worlds from here to here. We have no idea how powerful we are, how significant we are, how much depends on us. So we forget, and then we act in in, in ways that if we would have this clarity, the stakes are so high, is a L'shavah. So what's the job of the tzaddik? Not to give Musa and to yell and to tell the person how terrible he is. On the contrary, to remind the person of how powerful he is, to open the person's eyes, to lend him, so to speak, the perspective of the tzaddik. that's Ene Hashem. What are the Ene Hashem? We said from the Pazuk, M'shoitotos b'chol ha'aretz, that Hashem sees through the whole world, through all of history. And the tzaddik gives us this ability to see. The tzaddik lends us the ability to see what we, what we blemished. That clearly this person wasn't aware. And says the Rebbe, after that, the person doesn't need any punishment or any gehenim or anything like this. Because there's no greater... the word punishment is it's not such a useful word. There's no, there's no greater tsar. There's no greater regret when a person sees what his actions have caused. Now, when our actions cause things in the world at large, it's one thing. But how much of the pain that we experience in our own inner world is not the fault of anybody else but our own, our own self-inflicted behavioral cycles that we can break if we believed in our power, if we believed in our koyach, if we never gave up. Says the Rebbe, when a person sees that, he doesn't need to be turned into a pile of bones. He already sees in that moment, whoa, whoa. Made a mistake. Made a mistake. Is he speaking Shad to the, the, the literal, is in the actions that you've done that have damaged something in the upper world? Or are you talking in terms of the person's inability to develop? It's both. Mamish both. Mamish both. Mamash both. Mamash both. Because all there really is vis a vis each individual is the individual let 's start there, nivra Olam right If there was nothing else in the world but this one person, everything is wrapped up into our own inner world into our own inner experience, and so that 's step one it 's like our actions have a very strong impact, and they impact the way that we think and we we, 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 Rabbi Nachman says in Sichas and in Sefer Amidas, that there are averes that are machnism kfiris baAdam. In a certain way, it fortifies a perspective on this world that precludes the existence of God, because a person sees that hey, I can act in certain ways, and I'm not get, on the contrary, I'm not getting zapped from heaven, and it fortifies this sense of meanlessness and avera koreras avera. And then further down the line, when that has real life implications in terms of relationships, in terms of things falling apart, when we know that we're not living in alignment with how we should be living, so then we see then the implication of our actions. But at that point, it's, it's, it's too late. It's never too late to fix, but if only we would have known you know, how, how impactful our choices are for our own inner world. And we're not even talking about the rest of the world, we're going to get to that in a minute. But that's the first thing, just vis-a-vis ourselves. Then, in terms of how all the spiritual realms beyond that impact everything that takes place throughout this entire universe is all wrapped up into you and me, then it's it's very scary. It's very scary, and it's incredibly exciting. It's both. It's mamish both, but it's intense. It is intense. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, awesome has this dual it connotation. Felt, yeah. It is awesome, and it's especially impactful, I think, for those of us you know who are here, which is all of us, and we're not in Eretz Yisrael where that literal action is taking place. Hashem should protect our chayalim and Yoshva Eretz Yisrael and Jews all over the world, and we could feel like we feel a little bit helpless, and we 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 can feel. I felt a little bit embarrassed. Like, I'm sleeping in a warm bed at night. I'm, I have friends, I'm sure you do too, who are, who are in Gaza, you know? And I feel like, what should I do? This is where I live. This is where I have Parnassa. This is where my family is. And so on and so forth. And we're reminded here that we're not helpless and we're not insignificant and we just have no clue. We, we're not seeing with the eyes that the tzaddikim used to see. And if we would go with this awareness and every tiny little musayan of any kind to, to get frustrated, angry at someone, to, to, to share a, a clip that you know you probably shouldn't be sharing, to, to, to make a comment you shouldn't be, to look at something you know you shouldn't be looking. To, whatever it is in relation, if we saw ourselves mamish as soldiers, we have no idea what impact we're having on the world by virtue of having an impact on all the spiritual realms and then channeling down either either bracha and shefa to the world or chas on the opposite, in a way that other human beings don't have an impact like this. Good as they are, holy as they are even. A human being is a tzalem alokim. But Hashem chose one nation that has have a special, special channel. Special. So it's both. So let's take a look at the at the, at the next teaching in Nefesh from a different peshtmadrish, but we like to learn from everything. the of the And over here, he talks more about the impact that our actions have on the whole world, and he explains. Kain adam, Hakadosh Baruch who created the human being in alignment with all the spiritual realms that are really wrapped up into the Tselem Elohim that begins with a head and proceeds all the way, all the way down to feet, right? From the highest of madrigas, which is reflective of the will that Hashem had to create the world, and then all the steps in between that brought that will from a place of Ratzon, which is called in Kabbalah, the crown that's even beyond thinking, it's just wanting to create, and then all the way down through Chachman Binan. And 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 Chesed and Gvura and Tiferes and Netzach and Hay, all the way down the Midas, which are steps, creative steps that a takes until Malchus. That's why the human being looks the way the human being looks. We went to the zoo today. Monkeys don't don't have even even monkeys, which according to the Arizal is the in between species between animals and humans, because every stage within the development of creation needs to have an in between element, right? So also between um, plants and animals, the Chayre is like the what's it called, the Venus flytrap, and others, right, that are like animalistic in nature, like very intelligent plants. The Ariyah HaKadosh says that a coif is in between uh, the animals and the human beings. But even, even, we were watching it today, as a family, it was feeding time, literally feeding time at the zoo, and, um, and, and it was, the monkey was, uh, the gorilla was standing on its hind legs, but just for brief moments in time, and then it was right down to, four, to four-legged again. The human being stands upright, and, and that's the way that we operate all the time, we are the whole, complete selamalukim, reflective of all the spiritual realms and the Nebuchadnezzar Chayim explains in other places that contributed to the physical and metaphysical which are both aligned creation and formation of man and he explains in a different place, that's what it means that a Baruch Hu said, Naase Adam. It's a shocking pasuk in a, in a book about monotheism. You know, like, let us, make, who is us? But let us make man. So there are different, there are different interpretations in Chazal. The Nebuchadnezzar learns that HaKadosh Baruch Hu spoke Naase about all the stages of creation. And he says, let all of us, so to speak, meaning my light, as refracted through all the creative steps of of the process, let us invest ourselves into this thing called it And we know that Atem Kurim Adam, ultimately, Am Yisrael is, is, is intended to, to lead the way in this element of Tselem alokim. We're seeing that more now than ever. More now than ever. Oh my gosh. Or mom is seeing that. What a Tselem alokim we have. What a Tselem alokim we have, Am Yisrael. Ain kama This is nothing like Am Yisrael in the whole world. Salam alokim. So he says came so the dimenzak vakh baruhi is barakha adam be shlita i rive rivavan kechas va ilamays ein misvar and our spirit invested within us and lorded us over rive rivavas kechas myriads and myriads and myriads of spiritual energies va ilamays ein misvar and innumerable spiritual worlds and Hashem literally put it into our hands. She who Hamidaber, that we should be, it doesn't mean in this context, speaking, although it's connected, but daber is a Pasuk, it means a leader. That we should be the Medaber, we should be the, the 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 guide, and the leader to lead all of these powers, to influence them. nuas masav that all of these elements are like puppets to the strings that we hold in our hands. That all of his actions and all of his words, and all of his thoughts, and the way that he aligns his life, what are our values? We're being forced to consider that now more than ever before in my lifetime, at least. Because now everything falls apart. Like, like what other ambitions do we have? I feel like I want to get up and pack my whole house and move to Yisrael tomorrow. That's how I feel. I'm sure some of you feel the same way. I feel it so clear. It's like, what in heaven's name am I doing here anymore? What am I doing here? It's not safer. It's not, there's nothing. Because when you're dealing with the end of life, you're dealing with mortality, where the heck do you want to be? Eretz Yisrael is the only place for Yidin. That's it. That's the end. And we're going to learn that now over the, you know, over the next period of time. HaKadosh Baruch is moving us along. Okay, so it's not so easy. You know, I'm not one of those, like okay, to, like I say. But in my heart of hearts, That's the only thing I want to do right now, is to get on a plane and to go where I belong. So we're being forced now to confront, like, what actually is life about? Because life for Jews in 2023, this moment, is more uncertain than ever before. It's not so clear that we have tomorrow. There are 100,000 people in London, many of whom, I can't say all of whom, but many of whom, don't want to see me here anymore, okay? <laughs> Just use that Lush. And how they want to get rid of me, I don't know. But they certainly don't want me in, in Golders Green. They don't want me in Hendon. They don't want to see me. It irks them for one reason or another. And so I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. A Jew shouldn't feel safe in Olamaza. This is not our place. Olamaze is not our place and we had an illusion. Now, over the last couple of decades, we settle at, in, and we have our, our, uh, you know, ambitions and, 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 and whatever, whatever illusion of a meaningful life that we think that we can have here, where everything's okay. It's not okay. It's not nothing's okay. The world is broken, and it's on me and you to fix it. That's it. So we we're, we're forced to confront this realization. And we have to think about our lives. What matters to us? What makes us happy? What makes us sad? What do we care about? What does it mean to be a Jew? All of us, I'm sure, are, are, are thinking all this in ways that we never thought it before. And, it, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a heartbreaking thing. It's a beautiful thing. What can we change? What can we improve? Because a lot is relying on us. Hashem plays hardball. hes, he's not he's not playing games. He—he he knows what he wants, and he knows that we can do it. He believes in us more than we believe in ourselves, infinitely more. That with our good, positive words and thoughts and actions, chesed and learning and davening, we're adding strength into all of the reservoirs of holiness and light and blessing that this world is going to draw on if it's to improve, and we hope that it will continue to do so. And we are investing it with light and with holiness. And we are investing it with light and with holiness. says, I will put my word in your mouth. You will be the one to institute the heavens and to, and to build the earth. Chazal say, and we say this every morning. Don't read it that those who are scholars of Torah doesn't just mean to know a lot of Talmud, but those who mamash live in a Torah way, those who find Torah in everything, those who find Hashem in everything, that's what it means, Talmud Chacham. is not just their children. We're literally building the world, building the world. It's up to us. We're the ones that are making order in all the spiritual realms. Like a person that lays the foundation for a building, but we don't see it, and, and, we, and therefore we don't believe it. And so we're mafkir ourselves. We don't take it seriously. And that's the scary part. He says And, and the flip side is, is, is devastating that in actions and words and thoughts that are not good <clears throat> we cause inestimable damage inestimable damage in these channels that are meant to be bringing health and Shefa and, and, and Bracha and Parnassah down into the world. Where those who are not acting in the proper ways are, are considered like, like we're destroying depending on all the different kinds of actions, it could be darkening or lessening the light and the holiness, and we could be feeding the the other side. So so many of us can feel consumed by an inner force that seeks to compel us into certain ways of acting and certain ways of feeling. And a mashal that I gave uh, a week ago, I gave a shir to some a group on Zoom, and this muscle popped into my head where it's like, imagine a person's living at home, and they have, let's say, two floors in their house, and they have a kitchen, and they have a few bathrooms, and they have a few bedrooms, and all different kinds of rooms in the home that are used for different different things. And over the course of a week, like, different random malfunctions are taking place. And in this bathroom, just, you know, water is just overflowing from the toilet. And and in this room, the the light is is just just exploded. I don't know, it left a big hole in the ceiling. And 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 in this one, there's bed bugs in the bed. And the, and all the different rooms in the house, different things are going wrong. It's frustrating. It's annoying. You have to call a bunch of different kinds of professionals. That are coming, a plumber for this one, and and so on and so forth to deal with all the problems, right? But then a person recognizes and realizes this. All these different things that are happening are not random. There's actually someone who tunneled down. It's pretty prevalent. Tunneled down into the basement of the house, and he is he's squatting there, and he intends to just wreak havoc in this house and make a And he's the one who's going around doing all these things. When when you're out, you know, buying eggs at, at uh, whatever, be kosher somewhere. Um, what do you do? It's not any more an union of of having different kinds of people to assess the damage and to and to fix what was done. You have to you have to kick him out, right? You ha, you have to deal with the source of the problem. And along the journey, it's become clear to me that so many of the things that I struggle with, and that I find difficult, um, just different elements Adam Adam been Adam laMakam, different elements of my life. They're not all random separate things. These are all one force, call it the Nachash, call it the Satan, call it the Itzahara, call it the, the inner demon, call it whatever you, you like. It's one unified force and it shows up in many different places to sabotage my capacity to bring light to the world in a way of clarity and confidence. It's all one thing, just rears its ugly head in many different ways. It's like the Gemara, right? Like that showed up with 400 heads. It just... It, it shows up in many different ways. But my anxiety is not something different than, than my taivas. These are, these are not, not two different things. One thing at the root. And here's the deepest thing in the world. Where does this inner being get all of its energy? Where does it get its energy from? And here's the scary thing. From me. I'm feeding it. When I give into it, I'm feeding it. It feeds on me. And then I feel helpless when it shows up in a multiplicity of different different places in my life and I say, I have no control. I'm, I'm overwhelmed by this thing. The only reason that it has energy in the first place is because you gave it. You gave it energy. We can trace it back deep enough. It's not our fault anyway. That's a big limetzchus thus far amused. But there's no purpose in actually sorry to ask but there's no purpose actually in all these ch- the person may think uh, so what's the end purpose of overcoming these kind of challenges these kind of uh, if you say it's just me you it and ideally i would have maybe just ignored it from the get-go so there is no purpose there's right, no purpose that, actually actually ch- overcoming the challenges no, the, reaching a certain goal or... on the contrary on the contrary that is the battlefield that's the battleground well, but but i recognize battle. but i recognize that i i have the reins i have the reins mm. and that it's up to me and it's really an open kamar the Kamara says rave save right if 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 we starve it so to speak then then it's then it leaves us alone if we feed it then it's, then it's always hungry so like, that kamar and soka i'm just portraying it in a little bit of a different way the reins are in our hands Take back your strength. Take back your power. Take back your power. And all of a sudden, we don't see ourselves being victims anymore. It's like, it, it's, all, it's all in my hands. It's in my hands. And so when a person recognizes this, that, I'm the one that's giving it strength. So then I take my, I, I take my choices more seriously. You see, because it's a complete shift in perspective. On the one hand, it's like I got to do this because I'm overwhelmed by this demonic force. Well, the only reason that the demonic force is overwhelming is because you're still doing this, right? And so it starts with you. It doesn't start with, you know, Anashem Yishyana. Hashem says Shuvu Eli, you take the first step, va'ashuvalecha, and that's not accusatory. That's not. A, it's not a terrible pasik, It's the most beautiful pasik. Hashem believes that we can, we can move. He believes in us. He believes in us so infinitely that we can't even imagine how much HaKadosh Baruch believes in us that after all the ways that we've been acting for however many decades, He's giving us another breath. And we ought to thank Him for that. And Chazal tell us what that means. I'll call Neshima, Uneshima There's praise to be given back to Hashem for this that I took another breath because I breathe in, I breathe in Faith. Hashem has faith in me. I can change. I can grow. Vahariah, there were people that changed and there were people that grew. No matter who you are, no matter what your background is, no matter what you're dealing with, Zelo yefshar, it's possible. We struggle. We fall. We fail. Not angels. Get back up. But with strength. With strength. You know, the Gemara says... I'm forgetting the exact Lashen. Ashrei Adam, the Gemara, says fortunate is a person or it's good for a person who does tshuva kishu gever. Right? Who does tshuva when he's when he's yet young. Right? And The explanation is, is because as you get older, it becomes a little bit easier. And it's not such a kunz when you're, you know, 99 and a person, I bless us all to be 99, that's Hashem, one day, and, and we do tshuva. It says, you know, what are you going to do? But when a person's gever, sort of cook interprets this differently in our tshuva Rav has is a classic Rav Kuk. He, he just needs to switch one word and, and s- changes the whole world. He says, Not Ashrei Ish, Kishu He says, Well, the Gemara is really telling you is Ashrei Ish, again, I'm not saying the exact Lashem, but you get the idea. Shahu Gever Kishu He says, Don't do Tshuva like a, like a, like you don't have any Kayach. Be a Gever when you do Tshuva. You see how he interprets it? Not Ashrei Ish that does Chuba when he's a Gever. Ashrei Adam, that when you do Chuba, do it like a Gever. Right? Not crawling back to God. Stand up. You know, we're the only religion, the Manshiloch says this explicitly, the Ishbiter, that when we mention the deity's name, we don't bow down. On the contrary, we bow down by Baruch, Atta, we bend over, we say Hashem's name, face to face. Face to face. The whole thing of Yiddishkeit is not to bash us down and to break us. It's to, it's to build us up. To do tshuva with, with, with confidence, with strength. So he continues, V'zois teres ha'adam. And I put it in bold because it's so powerful, this paragraph. And I've taught it a number of times over the years. V'zois teres ha'adam. He says, Let this be the teaching of Adam. This is it. Let every single member of the Jewish nation, al let us never ever say deep inside of our heart, Who am I? What is my strength? What power do I have to really impact, to really cause anything to happen in the world? We're outnumbered, uh, you know, 120 times to one. Somebody did the math. The other day, in terms of how many, how many Muslims, particularly there are at this point in time, and how many Jews, 126 Muslims to one Jew in the world, right? So we think, like, what's the point? What is the point? A person should understand, and the person should know the yikba liba. It's not just like know it intellectually. We have to find a way to to implant this in our heart. She prate pratemaysa every small action you do the and word that we speak umar chovais and thought that we think kol eis varega loyu sabidu it's never ever lost and it's not for naught umar rabu How powerful are our actions. And how great and elevated and powerful we are. That each one rises beyond the illusion of this physical realm, this experience of consciousness. We have no idea what it is. We're spirits. We're just spirits. Having a physical trip, like like on psychedelic drugs. It's It's a trip. It's not real. We're just experiencing this now. We're spirits, we're not bodies, we're not people. There's no such thing. It's a nace, it's a dvarpele. And so we're just sending things back up to the spiritual realms. And the back end, where the real work is happening, the code. We have no idea. We have no idea what we're causing in the upper spiritual realms. Hagan, he brings a, a quote. A note: V'karev lishma'ya shegamze bechalak kavanasam zal. Maybe we can possibly suggest that this is also included in what Chazal say when they teach in Pirkei Avaz, Da ma Mimcha. What does it mean on a simple level? What does it mean da ma lemalamimcha? Yiroshmaim. Huh? Yiroshmaim. Know what is above you, right? Ain roya is in that a person, the mission continues. A person should know that we're not alone. There's some, there's someone that's watching, right? Says Rav Chaim and the chasidish is for him. It's very beautiful. Make the same drasha, much the same drasha. It's a on a deeper level. A What it means is in ki in We don't have the einet tzadikim. We don't have any Hashem, El arz. We don't see the impact that we have. But, but Rechaim Elijah had those eyes. Rabbi Nachman had those eyes. The slave, we're going to see in a minute, had those eyes. And they gifted those eyes to us through their, te- through their teachings. They said, Listen, I know what's going on. Trust me. Manna, ki nasa yonim gave that anything that takes place, so to speak, in all the spiritual realms, it is literally the result of your own actions, my own actions. It's in our hands. It's in our... Who created the world and He put the reins in our hands. We are the ones that dictate what, what, what goes on. We are not victims. We are not victims. We are mamish in control if we would only begin to live that way, things would change. Things would change. So you hear how he's reading the Mishnah, da mala mala mimcha doesn't just mean know what is above you, but it means da, a Jew needs to know that malamala mala, what takes place in all the spiritual realms, mimcha, it's, it's being caused by you. Let's close with the teaching from the Kedusha Slave, the Helica Veditra Parashas Vayetze. A few parashists we're going to read. Yaakov yeah. has his famous vision, his dream of the ladder that's rooted and planted in the ground and the top of it is reaching the heavens and the angels are ascending up and down. This is the vision of Yaakov's ladder. Says the Bredich of Sasha. His marriage will protect all of amisra he says, "Da Adam When a person is first coming close to Yiddishkeit, and a person is realizing that there's more to Judaism than a culture, and there's more to Halacha than uh, a list of check, uh, you know, checking boxes and being a card-carrying Orthodox member of the community, but a person that's really Wants to become an Ayubid Hashem, really, for real, an immersive spiritual experience. How is his heart going to become inflamed within him? When he thinks and he realizes how powerful he is, how significant he is, how absolutely imperative it is that he makes every bracha with kavana. imperative imperative every choice that he makes even though it seems like it's only impacting him alone alone in a place that nobody's around, nobody's going to see when we recognize and realize everything depends on us so then this is going to fortify our avayda in the beginning says the Breditschever but this is only step one, there's a higher madriga v'achakach when a person is already strong and he has good foundations for bodhi Hashem as in then it 's not about making things happen in my life or making things happen in the world, then the higher madrig is just it 's all about god it 's just for Hashem. and it 's not about and calculations of how powerful I am to make things happen in the world so that then the world can be better and there, and, and I could live a better life and be free from. Anxiety and stress and and depression and pain. No, a higher madriga is just. It's all about Hashem. That Hashem is baruch boy. That Hashem should be should should be proud. Should have pleasure. Tainu. Should we immerkaval That and we spoke about this a bit last week. That we should just become a chariot for the divine presence. Says the Bradishva. We see this all in a pasuk in the beginning of Parshas the Bezehu. Says the Breditschever, this is what the Pasik is hinting to us, Vayach The word Vayach on a simple level means that he had a dream. But the Breditschever says that the word Vayach could also mean a of Chizuk. Lashen Choyzek. Komev the Pasuk you strengthened me, you gave me life. Vatach could mean a Lashen of strength. So says the Breditschever Vayach a Jew needs strength, a, new, a Jew needs Chizuk, the ability to start again, the ability to actually start taking Yiddishkeit really seriously. How is a person going to have this strength to be strong? When we're first starting out on the journey, not to sleepwalk through Yiddishkeit, but to be awake, to serve God with consciousness, with all of our heart and soul, like all of us yearn to do. When a Jew needs strength in the beginning, says the B'dit the Chizuk is presented in the following words. Number one, To recognize it's true, we look in the mirror, we seem to be very limited, only this amount of feet tall, <coughs> for some of us, feet wide, myself, I'm trying to work on this, right? I'm just a limited human physical being, I'm just in this world, I, I impact a very small sphere of influence, connect everything that's happening in the whole wide world, Mutzav but the Pasik tells us even though this is true, don't forget the The in the impact and the implication of your actions that are mutzav just in this physical realm, the it impacts places that we can't even imagine. We have no idea how powerful we are. The heavenly forces that are called malachim, oylim, v'yardim, whether they have an aliyah or whether they have a yerida, boy, it all depends on me. It all depends on you. Shemalachim malam esalim al Yadai. boy. That's what I mean. They go up depending on how we act. Ulehepachasr shalom. And the, the contrast is also true. It could be a yurida that the destruction of the besa that was already caused by us, and then of Shechayim is Marech, in Parak literature, I didn't bring that part, that weakened the heavenly abode, the heavenly forces. It's all on us. Amnam, but the B'ditchar says when a person proceeds past this perspective, So then you get to a new madrego, which is It's not really any more about trying to improve my life or trying to improve the world and recognizing, you know, how, how powerful my actions are and they really have an impact cumulatively, step by step, just like a person who's going to eat fast food, one day it's not going to kill you, two or three days it's not going to kill you, a couple of weeks and it's going to start having an impact and over the course of the years, it's not a show. What, which hamburger was it? You know, mm-hmm. Which one was it? it? It wasn't any one of them, it was the whole Mahal and it's the same way with with just a little Lashen har. A little har HaKhaim never killed a person but that's not what it is. The question is what kind of person do I want to be? What kind of person because it, it, it accumulates and it has a, a massive impact on the Whole of our lives, and that's step one, has a massive impact on the entirety of the world. What's going on? You know, somebody sent me a picture today. I saw a picture that they had a meeting today the head of Hamas, the head of, of Hezbollah, with the supreme leader of, of Iran. The three of them sitting, it's almost like biblical times, like it's like Haman and, and Achashver they're sitting there plotting the eradication of, of, of Jewish lives. That's, that is happening now. We cannot be unshaken. We cannot go on with lifestyle. And I know that you're not going on. I'm not going. We're not. But it's just to be machazik the Indian on a more prathistic level. Not just thinking about how we can be of help and and, and so on and so forth. Because it's not in the big things. That's why I want to go back to this this pasuk Shayo. Yeah? Let's just see. Right? Bahavin Says the British word. Get this. Like, it's very, very deep. So turn back to that pasuk that we began with. Those pasukim. It's not in the big, big, big projects that all of a sudden we have to change our lives, you know, 180 degrees. How are we spared? And who cares about that? How are we a part of ensuring that humanity makes it? That a Kodesh Baruch whose vision is realized? Which is so easy, it's so easy, it's so easy to, to do. We know what needs to be done. Hailech Siddakos. Dover Mesharem. And then the hepech in the side of Kedush of what Rabbi Nachman was speaking about is and I want to focus on this for the last few minutes. What does it mean on a simple level here in this Pesach? Look away. And I don't just think it means in it means that there's so many things going on in the world. We get to choose what we want to focus on. What are you going to focus on? In another person. It doesn't just mean Shemir saying I am on, on Brent Street. What am I going to look at when I look at another person? Do I choose Dafka to see the Ra? Or I'm a person who's Aitzim Ainam her iceberg. I don't see evil. I don't see bad. Does that mean that every person's perfect? No. But it means that in terms of what I choose to focus on, I focus on the good. I focus on the good in other people, I focus on the good in other situ- in circumstances that I go I go through, I find the good in, in the situation that Amishol finds himself. I am not a person that's going to want to commit myself to magnifying Ra. That's what I think also means. But Rabbi Nachman learned that because it's always Mazah, this very positive Mita has a parallel on the side of Tumah, which is Means Rabbi Nachman learned that Pasik in the context of Gal Enai in a certain sense, right? Nasik Gal shall at is of Oitzim is that a person doesn't see the impact of their actions. I think it's Hainu How can we commit ourselves to becoming people that will be this whole very simple Pasik of just being good, gentle, sweet, humble, compassionate, just goodwill, simple people, calm, patient, etc.? Everything that we're, that's the opposite of what we're seeing on the streets over here, never crazy. No police officer ever had to warn any Palestinian away from a Jewish rally. They're not in danger. They're pushing We're not a dangerous people. It's not what we're after. People can walk with hijabs up and down Brent Street, never feel a pang of fear in their heart. You better believe that if I make a wrong turn and I end up in one of these Muslim I get out of there as quickly as possible. And not because I'm a racist. And not because I'm, I'm making things up. Because because this is them and, th- and this is us. And the same thing is true many, many, many fold. And all of us know this. Nobody speaks about it. In Eretz Yisrael. They can drive into Ramad school all they like. And they hang out and they're fine. And nobody assaults them. And accosts them. And they're protected. Okay, now there are stories because what's going on. But generally speaking... You take a wrong turn after one of those red signs over there, you're lynched. You're lynched. So, just it, it doesn't mean to do anything magnificent, just means simple. How do I become a person that, that closes my ears from hearing dafka bad things to the extent that I recognize my power? my significance to the extent that all of us recognize the depth of the impact that our actions, that our words, that our thoughts have on the world have more locally in my own life Mimela, when I don't suffer from negative sense because I had privilege to encounter tzaddikim like Rabbi Nachman, like the Rav Chaim like the Kaddushis Levi, that are pumping us up and reminding us of the true reality of just who we are and just what we're able to accomplish. So those tzaddikim are Nasan of boy. Those tzaddikim gave me their eyes, which are eini Hashem el tzaddikim, which are eini Hashem is shoytodes b'chala arts, and I see the impact, the cataclysmic power that each of us have to impact the whole of the whole of existence. And therefore, I open my closed eyes to see, to see what's going on in the world. To see. It's urgent, urgent, urgent. What does it matter? Five minutes. I come early to Shachar. So I open a safe for two seconds. I look in a kitchen. What impact? Massive impact. If two minutes here, two minutes there, what am I going to do? More WhatsApp statuses. Open a Mishnai's. Open a him. What does it really matter? the more that I get in touch with Sadiq and that fill me with the realization of just how powerful we are, we're able to realize that Tzad HaKidushah of the Pasuk, which is I'm able to become a person that's Otsam Ina Mirah Ispira. Because I recognize like this really matters. It does matter whether I look at, at that woman walking that It does matter. It matters. And if the stakes are that high, then Zaloshavah whatever I'm going to gain from this, it pales in comparison to what to what this is going to cause. Locally in my life, but I think now all of us are focused on a much bigger, to the protection of Amnisral all around the world, but even more than that, bringing the world closer to redemption, to a state of hell. To a state of hell. So there was this bitu'i with this well end, there was this expression, all of us heard, I think it was Rav Goran or... or, or, or or one of those that merited to be at the place of the Kotel when the soldiers were able to reconquer Har and all of us have heard this audio crackling over the radio Har HaBayis right Har is in our hands. in our hand Okay, for some reason we gave it right back a couple, a couple months later. I don't really just still understand that at all. We sh- We had it, right? We had it. Here's the secret. We still have it. The degree to which we have what we need is the degree to which we recognize that in order to get Harabayis, it's Biyadenu. It's you see... Not just harbavahs viyadenu. It's in our. It's in our. We we've, we've conquered Harbai. That's what it meant on a simple level. Mm-hmm. I think very deeply that in order to get back to Yerushalayim properly, in the way that it needs to be, in the way that it's gonna be, Am Yisrael's waking up. Eretz Yisrael's never been like it was before. Never. The soldiers. All of us saw. Each and every soldier that goes into Gaza goes with the berit statistics, Do you know that? Every single one of them. And never ever happened before. Sifri Torah, the dancing, the emuna. Something is happening to Am Yisrael. Something is happening to Eretz Yisrael. We can get that back in as much as we recognize that it's mamish. It's mamish bihadeinu. And so now it's more crucial than ever. And I mean it in a way of chizik to everyone else, but really musar to myself. Everyone else should take great chizik to this, but I'm I'm trying to remind myself. Like, it's not pashit. Every word, every thought, every action matters we have to believe in ourselves. We have to allow the tzaddikim to teach us how to believe in ourselves again. And it wasn't to make ourselves feel bad, on the contrary, it's just to wake us up because we don't want to do b- bad. We just, we don't believe in ourselves. That's all, we've given up. So Rabbi Nachman's voice echoes throughout the ages. zaitach Don't give up hope. And to the degree that we're able not to give up and to make a new start and to step into our power, step into our strength. We're Am Yisrael. We have no idea what that is. The nations of the world can't grasp our light. They cannot grasp it. We're an eternal people, an eternal light, an eternal message. The whole history is revolving around us, and it's not like some strange, uh, meta, meta, you know, metaphysical um, um, Greek mythology. Like like some like they're out to lunch and has no reflection in the real world. I, It's not a bombastic claim. The entire world revolves around this tiny, tiny patch of land that's aligned with the biblical stories as they were and all the prophecies about what exactly would unfold. This is not an alternative reality. This is literally playing out. However, this is real. This is really real. We are it. We are it. The whole thing hinges around me and you. So I bless us. We should be able to really step into this, to connect the tzaddikim that are giving us this strength, that are giving us this strength, that are teaching us how to look at ourselves in the proper way. And to, mamisha, to be gvarim and and, mm. and do a lot of tzaddikim. <laughs> Thank you so, so much.